Amen. Amen. He is good, isn't he? All the time. God is good. Amen. If you'll get your Bibles out and your outlines, we want to continue our series this morning, our re-series. As you see on the screen in front of you, we've gone over a few different words with that prefix. And all of this series, let me just remind you, as Pastor Greg has already done a good job of of bringing this out already, revival is coming. And if you didn't know, revival is one of those re-words. And so it makes sense that this all plays together and works out. But March 15th through the 18th, just two weeks away, we are going to have our special revival services. And as we've shared before, revival doesn't just come because we have special services. Revival comes as we prepare our hearts to be revived and refreshed and renewed in this time of special focus in spending time with God. And so we want to encourage you, March 15th through 18th, Sunday morning, normal times, 10 o'clock, 6.30 p.m., and then Monday through Wednesday, 7 o'clock, right here at the church for our special revival services. And we're looking forward to, for, for you to be here during those times. It'll be a great time for us uh, as a church. In this series that we're doing called RE, we have talked about two different words from Scripture uh, that help us in our, in our walk with the Lord. The first week we talked about the word remember. And we have to remember what God has done in our past because it helps us in the present and it also helps our actions in the future as we look back and remember. Week two, we talked about the word repentance. And what does repentance mean? It means we must have a change of mind that leads to a change of heart that results in a change of lifestyle, and we must repent and turn around to a higher calling that God has for us, and we want to move towards His plan and will for our life. And today, we want to talk about the word renew, renew. This word, and I believe in God's word today, can totally transform our lives if we'll live it out the way God intends for us to live it out. I don't know if, if you're like me, though. You've probably been in a situation, or maybe you're currently going through it. I don't know. Where many of us could probably relate to this, this saying, this sentence or two here. See if you can relate to this, or maybe you have in the past. So many of us are exhausted, worn out, and even have given up in our spiritual life, our energy levels, and our purpose. But God wants to renew, restore, refresh us today. By connecting to him. Have you ever felt exhausted? Anybody? Just a few of you. Good. Have you ever felt worn out? Have you ever felt like just giving up? I think if we're honest today and we go through that list, we could probably be here all day and talking about how in different times of our life, in different situations, we've been at that point where we just want to take a deep breath and say, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? When I've been in those moments, sometimes it's hard for me to believe that God wants to renew me, that he wants to refresh my soul, that he wants to give me new life. But I believe God's word shows us that it is true, that God wants to renew us. He wants to restore us and refresh us as long as we can connect with him. Amen? Amen. I don't know about you. I've noticed in my life that there are things that tend to wear out easier than other things. 
maybe for you, it might be clothes or shoes or, or, or cars or maybe even things in your home begin to, to wear down and, and they just begin to wear out. Uh, for me, I had this incredible pair of jeans. Does anybody know what I'm talking about when you have a pair of jeans that just is your favorite pair of jeans? Yeah. So some of you might remember this story. If not, I'm so glad that you don't remember this, but I'm going to remind you anyway. Um, I had this incredible pair of jeans in my life. That Every time I put these jeans on, it changed my perspective. It was almost spiritual, you know. I would put those jeans on and I felt like I could conquer the world. These, these jeans happened to be in my closet when we lived here the first time. And uh, we were the youth pastor here. And I remember it was our annual lake service where we would go out to the lake and have a meal together and play games. And I put on my favorite pair of jeans and I just sunk right into those jeans. I was so happy to be wearing those jeans that day. And we go out to the lake. And as any good youth pastor does, they want to get in there and mix it up with the teens when they're playing games. And there was a Frisbee game going on. We were playing Ultimate Frisbee. And those of you that know me well enough know that I'm pretty competitive. I can't just go halfway. I got to go all in. And so I'm out there playing Ultimate Frisbee and I'm running down the field and I'm catching Frisbees and I'm throwing and I go for this one catch. And in Ultimate Frisbee, you got to catch it and you got to stop. And so I catch it and I stop, but my foot slips and I did the splits. I'm not a cheerleader. And those jeans didn't go with me, if you know what I mean. And I ripped the back of those jeans straight down the pocket, down the leg, and was exposed. <laughs> my favorite pair of jeans, ruined, worn out. So I get home that night, I look at Alicia, I hold the jeans up, I say, hey, babe, you think I can wear these to church next week? <laughs> she didn't think that was too funny, but, uh, you know, sometimes we have something in our life that just wears out. It's worn out, and we have to decide, will we replace it, or does it need to be renewed? You see, material things can be replaced, clothes, shoes, cars, etc. But God must renew living things. If your marriage is worn out, if it's tired, if it's hard and a struggle, guess what? It's not God's plan for you to replace that. He wants to renew it. Amen? He wants to refresh it. If your relationship with your children is strained, he doesn't want you to go get new kids, okay? That's not the plan. He wants to renew your walk with your kids. He wants to renew that relationship. You see, God wants to renew things that are living. Maybe your spiritual life is the same way. Maybe you've been in that moment where it seems worn out, inconsistent, weak. Well, you can't just replace that. God wants to renew that in us. So what does God need to renew in you? You see this in your bulletin, in your outline there? There's a couple different things there. Maybe one of those things that God needs to renew for you is your spiritual consistency. 
I know I've been here before, maybe you've been there as well, where, where things in your spiritual life just don't seem to stay on the same plane. You have extreme highs and extreme lows. You, you get into, into the Word and you're very faithful and diligent. Your prayer life is, is, is crazy good and it seems like every time you say, Dear God, the thing's answered before you say amen. And you have those high moments spiritually, but then you have those moments where, man, I really screwed up this time. I messed up and I'm in a low point. Why would God ever forgive me? Why would he do this? And we just go through this roller coaster sometimes. Spiritually inconsistent. And God says, you know what? I want to renew that. Maybe you have spiritual fears. Why would God even love me? Why would he forgive me? Why would he do these things for me? And you just feel like, you know what, God? I'm going to check out for a while. Maybe you're just spiritually inconsistent. Maybe, maybe God needs to renew in you your spiritual strength, where you're tired of, of always trying to do the right thing. You, you continually get exhausted from the way that life is going for you, and you just are, everything is a strain, everything is a struggle, and you just become so worn out that you just don't have the strength anymore. You know, it's amazing how sometimes when that happens in our life, spiritually speaking, it affects our physical being, where we get weak in our spiritual life and we, we struggle and we get exhausted and trying so hard to be good that it makes us exhausted physically in our physical being as well. And, and sometimes when we get that way and we get so physically exhausted, we get sick, we, we get tired, we get emotional. And sometimes we just need to say, God, I need you to give me some new strength. I need you to renew me. And I'm so glad that God's word speaks to this. Aren't you? As Christians, we have, we have faith, we have hope in something. And one of those things is God's word. I want you to look at God's word here from Colossians chapter 3. And this is what Paul writes in the book of Colossians. He says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Very briefly, I want to unpack two, two Greek words from this, this uh, passage of Scripture. The first one I want us to unpack here is the word renew. Renew, right there in the Greek, the word renew means to make new, to give new strength, to refresh, to rejuvenate. You see, what's interesting to me is that we see renewal in life all around us. We see it happen on a daily basis, honestly. How many of you were tired last night when you went to bed? Just a few of you, okay. If you're tired, you go to bed. What happens in the next morning? Hopefully, you wake up renewed and refreshed. You know, oh, yeah, I need a longer step there. Uh, but sometimes we go to bed and we're tired and we're exhausted and we wake up and we can feel refreshed and ready to go and renewed. You know what? Day, God's creation, day turns into night and night turns into day. Did you notice that cycle? <laughs> Have you realized it recently? It's, a, it's a God's renewal and, and he uses that on purpose. It's, it's, such a, it's such a cool thing when you stout, slow down to think about it. Seasons change. This was God's plan. And I'm saying, God, change them now, please. I'm tired of this winter. Let's get to spring. And God changes our seasons. The Bible tells us that even Jesus in his life, he had to withdraw from the crowds so that he could be recharged and renewed. 
And if Jesus did it, then it makes for a good example for us to do. But I would even, wouldn't even stop there. Did you realize that even God Almighty did this? The Almighty God rested on the seventh day of creation. So renewal is important in our lives. To make new, to give new strength, to refresh, to rejuvenate. But Paul also says that we must put on this renewal. In the Greek, this put on means to literally to sink into, to clothe oneself. Now, just briefly, I want to go back to that pair of jeans for a minute. When you put on that pair of jeans or that outfit that you love so dearly, there, there is just that feeling that you just sink into it. You put them on. You, you enjoy the way they make you feel. There's something that you choose to do mentally. You sink into. You put on that renewal. It's the same thing in our spiritual life. We must put on God's renewal in our life. It's not something that will just happen to us. And that's what I think it, we, we, we miss the boat sometimes, especially when we get ready for revival. We think that we're going to have these special services. And let me, just, let me just pause for a minute. This is free, okay? We, we are a church that believes in revival, amen? We believe so much, of it, so much in it as a church that we not just have one a year, we have two a year. Because we believe in the power of revival. God changes lives in revival. But guess what? If you just show up unprepared and you haven't put on renewal, you haven't prepared your heart for it, you may not receive all that God intends for you to receive. You see, Paul's reminding us that we've got to put on his renewal. We've got to make a choice to do something to renew our lives. We can't just go around our life doing the same thing over and over and over and expect to be refreshed and renewed. It just doesn't work that way. It's the same thing that we're, we're dealing with in the church. It's like, we, Pastor, you've been here two and a half years. We, we want to see change. We want to see things grow. We want to see God move. And I say to the board, and I say to us all the time, I say, if we want to expect new things, we can't keep doing the same thing. If we keep going through the motions in our life and we're getting tired and worn out and we can't seem to get victory, then guess what? we got to put on something new. we got to try something different. We've got to say, you know what? I'm going to sink into what God has for me. I'm going to put on this renewal. It's a physical act that we put things on. This happens in, in other occupations as well. And we see it so many times in our world, and I think we don't even realize it at times. And, and one of those occupations is, think about a firefighter for a minute. A firefighter is not going to run into a burning building without first doing what? Putting on his gear or her gear. They've got to put it on, and when they put it on, it transforms them into this mighty hero. I love it. And they go in and they fight the fire. That's not so serious, but you think about athletes. Whether you like them or you hate them, I don't care. But what something happens when they put on that uniform. They get ready to go. They get ready to play. They get ready to do what they were created to do in that moment. Police officers, same thing. Think about this. Many of you have encountered them this week. Some of you are them. Nurses. How many of you have encountered a nurse this week? 
Some of you live with one, yes. <laughs> you can go around and you can visit with a nurse and you can talk to a nurse. You're going to talk to nurses today and you may not even realize they're a nurse. But something changes when they put on those scrubs and they go into the chaos where we would all want to run away and yet they go into the, the battle and they fight it. Why? Because it's a calling that God's called them to and they put on those scrubs, and they put on that calling, and they are renewed, and they are refreshed, and they go in to help those of us that need it. Aren't you thankful for nurses today? You see, renewal occurs when we connect with the life source. Renewal occurs when we connect with the life source. I shared this last Sunday night or Wednesday night, and it's still true today. I was so anxious to be at church today. I was so excited to get here. If there's something to be said when you're, when, you're, when you're connected to the life source that is Jesus Christ, and you just desire to be around him. You desire more of him. You, you hunger and thirst for more of him. And, and I tell, I'm going to tell you, there's something special when you're walking in that moment of renewal is happening continually as we stay connected to him, our life source. You see, renewal can't happen if we're disconnected from him. We must continually connect, put on renewal to the life source. I love being at church right now. God is up to some amazing things, and I love to be here to hear about them, to experience them. I don't want to miss them. And it's such an awesome opportunity to be right where he's at. The Bible tells us, Jesus said these words. He said, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Did you realize that as a branch, you have one job? You have one job. Stay connected to the vine. Stay connected to the vine. We know we need renewal when we're feeling down in the dumps and we're feeling discouraged and we're feeling exhausted or we're feeling spiritually inconsistent or spiritually weak. So we know we need it. But what will God renew in you? What will God renew in you? Number one, I believe that God will renew your spirit. God will renew your spirit. Many of us today, we've acknowledged, maybe you haven't done it out loud, maybe you haven't done it publicly, but you've acknowledged that there's been times in your life where you've been spiritually inconsistent. Maybe some of you are there right now, that you're here at church this morning and you're thinking, you know what, why did I even come? I could have used more sleep, I could have done something else with my day, I'm just not right there. But I'm here to tell you today that we need to sink into the consistency of Jesus Christ today. Jesus Christ is always consistent. He's always going to, to give us what we need when we stay connected to him. And we need to tap into, we need to sink into, we need to put on this consistency of Jesus Christ and he will renew our spirit. You see, King David experienced this in his own life in the Old Testament. He battled with spiritual inconsistency. He did some things that not only he hated, but he realized that they broke the heart of God. And right after one of these times, he did something horrible, and he was, he was broken. He was spiritually down. He prayed this prayer in Psalm 51.10. Let me, before, before we read this, let me just remind you of something. David is at a low point in his life. 
He's just committed sin. He's, he's at the most spiritually inconsistent place he can be. And this is one of the most famous psalm verses that we read still to this day. And this is what he writes in the depths of his discouragement. This is what he writes in Psalm 51.10. Create in me a pure heart, O God. And what? Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Wow. At the lowest point of his life, he's crying out to God, God, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Well, what does that word steadfast really mean? I'm glad you asked. It means to be firm, to be stable, to be grounded. One of the things in my life that, that I've experienced this, I've experienced the same prayer in my own life, where I am crying out to God, God, why can't you just fix me from my problems? Why can't you just take this pain away? Why can't you just make me a better person? And in my brokenness, I failed him. God, why do I keep failing you? And he says to me, he reminds me of David's prayer, create in me a clean heart, God. In other words, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Take it away. Remove it. And renew in my spirit, a steadfastness. What is that? A firmness to be stable, to be grounded in the fact that I can trust in God to resist temptation. David's on the roof of his palace looking over at something he shouldn't have been looking at. And then he goes beyond just looking and he says, go and get that for me. But did you realize that God could have helped him if he would have turned to God at that moment when he's looking and seeing something he shouldn't see, instead of desiring it and lusting for it and wanting it and taking it, he could have said, God, create in me a pure heart. He could have went back inside and gone to bed. But he didn't. There's many times that you and I, we could have avoided the sin that we've committed. All we had to do was say, God, I want to be steadfast. I want to be firm. I want to be I want to be stable in your word. I want to be stable in my commitment to you. But instead, we try to do it in our own strength. We're not steadfast. But God says through David's word, we must renew, we must put on a steadfastness, a firmness to become stable in our walk with him, to be grounded in the things that will renew us. David wrote this after he blew it. He committed adultery. Then he committed murder. He was a broken man. And what we need to understand today is that brokenness brings renewal. Brokenness brings renewal. Maybe you're broken today. Maybe you are in pain and you're suffering. Maybe you have a sense of hopelessness that you just can't seem to overcome. But what you don't see is a pruning that God is doing in your life, a renewal that he wants to do in your life, and all we have to do is put it on. Brokenness brings renewal. Shortly after this time for King David, he was able to write this prayer in testimony. Psalm 57, verse 7, it says, My heart is steadfast, my heart is firm, my heart is stable, my heart is grounded, O God. My heart is steadfast, and I will sing and make music. What a praise, what a testimony that just shortly after his, his committal, committal of sin and, and hardship at the lowest point in his life, he's able to write this prayer, that God, you've done it. You've given him a heart that's steadfast. You see, God wants to renew your spirit. 
It's a renovation of the heart and the spirit. But see, when you renovate something, you usually have to break down something old. And being broken down before the Lord is a hard place to be. Lately, I've been praying that dangerous prayer, God, break me. Break me for what breaks, break my heart for what breaks yours. And God's saying, if I'm going to renovate your life, if I'm going to renew you, guess what? I got to take care of this old stuff. I got to get rid of it. I got to break it out from your life. That hurts. I don't know if you've been there or not. When you're broken and you're hurting and you're thinking, why am I going through this? Why am I? Well, what you don't see is that maybe God's wanting to say to you, hey, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to show you that this is necessary. I've said things in my life where I say, God, I want more of you. I want you to fill me with your presence and fill me with your love and and fill me with your grace. But I fail to realize for him to fill me up, first, I've got to be emptied. I've got to be broken. I've got to be nothing so that he can be more. We can't have both. You can't be full of God and full of self. Did you know that? This, this, is, this is real deep. Somebody needs this today, okay? Sometimes we think we can do it and we're good enough to do it. And I'm a pretty good person. I can handle this. And so if I've got God helping me and I've got my strength too, we're, we're a good team. And God says, I'm not a team player. I need all of you. You've got to be nothing so I can be everything. That hurts. <laughs> Some of you are living it right now. And you're like, why? Why, God, are you doing this to our family? Why are you doing this to my marriage? Why are you doing this to my physical body? And God's saying, yes, yes, you've got to be broken. Because once you're broken, I can renew you. I can give you what you need. But it's hard. It's hard. We don't like to be broken. And you may pray that prayer and you may think, you know what, God's not breaking me. I'm doing pretty good. It's coming. It's coming. You may not expect it. You may not see it coming. But if you start praying that prayer and you certainly believe it, God, break me. Break me from anything that is not of you. Break me from my desire to please self. And God, all I want is you. Would you just break me? And you haven't seen it yet? Hang on. Hang on. I know pastors, I know whole churches that can't pray this prayer because they're afraid of the brokenness. I've been there. God, I don't want to be broken. I want to I have control of this. I want to I know what I'm doing. And God says, no, you can't. <laughs> if you want me to control, you got to be out of control. Whew, that's scary too, especially for Nazarenes, amen? God, break me. Break me so that you can renew my spirit. What will God renew in you? He will renew your spirit. But number two, God will renew your strength. Renew your strength. When I think about renewing my strength, I think about vacation. For me, it's, it's one of those places that I like to go. I think about it. We, we plan for our vacations well in advance and and my wife is good about that. She gets all the arrangements ready. And so we look forward to that. And we look forward to that renewal that comes with vacation. And, and usually we'll go on these vacations and we'll go on these trips. And the, and the fault that I have is that I get to about day three. And uh, 
I start thinking about everything I'm going back to rather than enjoying the renewal. And God's helping me with that um, because it's so easy for me to, to put my mind right back in work and right back where here, where I want to be and, and, and to lose sight of what he's trying to do in my life. And, and I get to about day three and I think, you know what? Can we just get off this boat? I need to go back to work. And my wife said, would you just be quiet? <laughs> go have a cup of coffee and enjoy it. And uh, I get to, I have to realize that, you know, it's one thing when you can look out. Um, we've been very blessed, but when you can look out over the ocean that God created, and all you see is water. And I sit there and I think, God, there's a whole world under that water. And I'm scared to be under it, so please let this boat stay afloat. But God is so amazing. He, he reveals himself to me in those moments. He did the same thing when I was younger. I remember living in Colorado and, and living in the mountains and, and going on these trips with friends and camping. And, and it was so much fun. And I remember when God told our family, you're going to move from Colorado and you're going to go to the mountains of Nebraska. And I said, uh, nope, not going told my dad. I was, I was a bold 13-year-old kid. I said, no, dad, I'm not going. God has me here. He needs me here. And so then God arranged for me to go on a trip into the mountains. And I got away by myself on that trip on one of the days, and I was just looking at God's beautiful creation. And I'll kid you not, I was picking at the grass in the mountains, which there's not much when you're above tree line. And I grabbed this blade of grass and I was prompted to just look at it very closely. Maybe you can do this this spring sometime. I took that blade of grass and I saw every little vein in that blade of grass. And I said, God, you did this. And if you can take care of this blade of grass, you can take care of me. And at that moment, I was renewed. I was refreshed. I was willing to say, God, you're, you're in the process of breaking me. You're breaking my will. But I left that mountaintop that day and said to my dad, let's go find the mountains in Nebraska. And we went. Why? Because God could renew my strength. He could renew my spirit. And he could say, you know what? I've got you. I can take care of you. God's word speaks to this as well. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. But those who hope in the Lord. Hope. What does that word mean? Hope. It means to wait, to look for. To linger. You see, you can run and not grow weary. You can walk and not faint. When you hope upon the Lord, you will grow stronger. How can I grow stronger? By just waiting, Pastor. Because of who you're waiting on. You know, it's easy for me to say, you know what? I want to get stronger, so I know I need to eat right and go work out. I'm going to wait for me to get stronger by sitting on the couch and eating. It doesn't work that way. I can linger there a long time. And I can say to myself and I can say to my wife, boy, I should really go for a run. Yeah, that'd be great. You should go do that. Okay, I might. And I wait. I hope. 
I hope that I'll get stronger. I linger there. I sit there. I usually open a bag of chips. And I look for. But that's not what God's talking about. He says those who hope in the Lord, those who wait for him, those who linger there with him, those who look for him, those who are waiting for him to come. We hope in the Lord. Why? Because when we hope, that's a physical thing we're doing. That's an action. That's a put on. Is it coming together now? How do we renew our strength? We don't renew our strength by sitting there doing nothing. We hope. We look for where God is working and we go to where he's at. We put on new strength. We put on what he's asking us to put on. We put on hope. I love in this moment, in this season of my life, and I'm not saying this to brag, so if it's coming across that way, I'm sorry, but I like just lingering here in his presence. That's why I don't care if I preach for two hours. I love it. I love to be in his presence. It it renews me. It strengthens me. It's something I look forward to. (laughs) We must renew our strength by hope to wait, to linger on the Lord. See, in the Old Testament, God taught his people to stay connected and dependent on him. He took the Israelites out of Egypt, and as they were wandering in the wilderness, he gave them manna from heaven to eat. And he gave them enough manna every single day to meet their needs. And it was a daily dependence on God. And so much so that every day they were given orders to only take what they needed for that day. If they tried to stockpile, it would spoil. It would be rotten. And they couldn't eat it the next day. So they could only get what their family needed for that day, except for one day. On the sixth day, the Lord's instructions were, get two days worth. And guess what? God provided enough for all of the people to have two days worth of manna on one day. Why did he do that? Because his original plan said, I want to renew your strength. And in order to do that, you need to rest. You need to trust me. You need to hope in the Lord, but you need to rest. And he created the Sabbath. You see, it was his plan from the beginning, Exodus 20. Verses 8 through 10 says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. What does holy mean? It means to be set apart. You have six days each week for ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. When you know that God is the source of your strength, you've got to stay connected to him. Your strength is renewed when you stay connected and dependent upon him. A practical example of this, I think it's amazing. Uh, My kids, when we go to St. Louis or anywhere where there is one of these restaurants, and it's not a Sunday, we want to eat at Chick-fil-A. And I'm not trying to over-spiritualize Chick-fil-A. But here's a fact about the business of Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A generates more business per square foot in six days than other businesses in their same field do in seven. And it's all because their owner, Truett Cathy, said this. He says, I feel that it was the best business decision I ever made. Wow. Hmm. You see, the enemy wants to distract us. 
He wants to distract us. He wants to look, look to things that we can do in our own strength, in our own power for success. He wants in our businesses, what can I do to get ahead in my family? What can I do to, to make things right, to have success? And the, and the enemy tries to distract us. And when God said, I need you just to rest. I need you to trust me and rest in my presence. You see, what is your job as a branch? Your only job is to stay connected to the vine. If you want to renew your spirit and your strength, you've got to stay connected to him. So the question becomes, are you disconnected? If so, it's time to come back. It's time to come back. As we close today, I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 11 from the Amplified Bible. It says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened. We could probably add exhausted, overwhelmed. And I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh and renew your souls. How does that happen? Come to me, Jesus says. Come to me. So my question to you becomes, what does God need to renew in you today? Are you staying connected to his power? And then I want you to think about what are some ways that you can better connect to God? Well, pastor, I, I really look to the church to help me with this. And, and sometimes I wonder if, if we're doing a good enough job of that. And I want to say to you, if, if you're looking for some ways to connect with God, we have this incredible new service format that we're starting it's one of the changes that we've been talking about, and God's planted this seed in my heart for months now, and I've, and I've slowly kind of shared with the staff and now with the board, and we've made decisions to make some changes in our programming, and this service that we've been calling Connect the Power, it's a great way to connect with God. It's a great way to just come into his presence and to, to worship him, to, to cry out to him, to have freedom in worship. What does that do? It helps us as branches Stay connected to the vine. Because as the more that we do that, the more that we're going to want to be in his presence. The more that we're going to want to linger with him. Amen? If you haven't enjoyed those services and you haven't come and taken them in, I want to encourage you to do that. Come tonight, 6.30. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to connect to his power. What's another way that you can connect to God? Well, guess what? March 15th through the 18th, block off your calendar. Block it off. Make it priority number one to be here. I will guarantee you this. If you make God a priority in your life, he will renew your spirit. He will renew your strength. Pastor, those are long days for me. I can't be here every day. I'm sorry. I am, because my Bible says those who hope in the Lord, those who wait on him, he will renew their spirit. He will renew their strength. I'm so tired and exhausted and overwhelmed. I can't make it to church in five services in a row. How can you not? How can you not? Those are just a couple of ways. Maybe there's something else that God's showing you in your life. Maybe it's something you need to get rid of. 
Maybe it's something you need to add. What ways can you as the branch stay connected to the vine? Would you stand with me? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Let's pray together. God, I'm so thankful that you are the source of our strength. You're the source of our hope. That when we put our faith and our trust and our hope into you, you do renew us. We can put on that renewal by trusting you. We can sink into your love and sink into your strength. Sink into your consistency. God, would you help us to do that? Lord, there might be some people here today that are having trouble staying connected. Staying connected to you, God. I pray that today would be a day where they can commit to trust you every single day this week. To trust you, to be committed, to connect with you in an intentional way, whether that's through reading your word or, or, or praying or, or fellowshipping with other believers, Lord, or, or turning off what they shouldn't be looking at or, or not saying what they think they should say. God, I pray that you would help us to reconnect with you this week. God, maybe there's some people here today that have never connected with you. They don't know what it's like to have a relationship with you, but they're at a place in their life where they're, they're lost, they're struggling, they're finding more hopelessness than there is hope. God, today can be the day that they connect with you for the first time. Put their trust in you to say, God, I'm sorry for the way I've been living. I need, I've been trying to live full of myself and I need to allow you to empty myself so I can be filled with you. God, would you help those people today to pray to you, to seek your face, to trust you with their life. God, wherever we're at today, I pray that you would help us as branches to do our one job, to connect to the vine. And as we do that, God, I know you will be faithful to renew us to give us a fresh start. Help us, Lord, as we go from this place today to trust you for that renewal. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. We'll see you tonight at 6.30.